Yo, what up? We back for the ice cream Sunday. We here with Austin Buckner, Trevor, Trevor, <laughs> Holder, Heather Holder, and the one and only Zach McIntosh. We here again. We talk about some zany stuff. We talk about me doing some traveling. We talk about me fucking some relationships up. We talking about yeah, just all kinds of shit. It's kind of cool. Catch it if you want to. But we here. We got a good hour for listening. So uh, sit back, relax, and you know, do some enjoying if you want. So how was Alaska? Oh, it was something else. Definitely one of the more weird seasons up there. This sure. was the third, third time? Yeah. Yep. What was weird about it? What was different about it this time? Oh, I was a manager this year. so that's, Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I, I got hired to just be a guide, and then I went up there, and they're like, hey, so all of us decided that uh, you didn't want to be manager, so how would you like the assistant manager spot? I'm like, Oh, I'm glad you all made this decision for me. <laughs> Appreciate that. And like, I guess, like, what are my options? They're like, well, we're going to pay you salary and you could be the assistant or you can be paid your normal like guiding wage. And there's going to be two people that are over you. And not to mention that I was the only one returning. So I was the only one who knew how that place worked. So I'm like, I don't really make a lot of sense for yeah. <laughs> like yeah. two other people to be ahead of me. So, oh, yeah, I'll try this out. And not a manager guy not a manager guy yeah. don't really like it i'm not a very responsible person <laughs> so that that that's that was kind of weird uh it was kind of fun at first you know like yeah i had to train everybody anyways and i was going to whether i was a manager or not so you're not was, going like mad with power or anything like that no no i tried not you know try to find the fine balance of pulling the uh, well i'm a manager i can do this card <laughs> yeah. i think when we when we last interviewed you it was literally our first batch of interviews we had recorded with morgan by phone earlier yeah and then you came in after that yeah and you were our second episode that we recorded but we released you fifth i believe yeah fourth or fifth um yeah. so you left here like the first week of april when yeah, did the this... very first of april yeah yep. when did the, the season oh that's right yeah because then we we released our episode on our first episode on april 3rd so it was the week before mm-hmm. that you were there so um when when did the season in alaska actually start so is there that's a good question is there a hard like start date to the tourist season up there or yeah i mean the first boat starts coming in like the 26th or 28th of april so some places get going like about mid-april so like my orientation was the 23rd um and then my you know uh, the canoe tour and the atv tour start at the same time they've had the atv tour start earlier they started as soon as the 28th of april but uh this year they did it march i'm sorry may 9th i think it was yeah, it was May 9th, but uh, it was a cold season. It was, it was very late spring, so 
Um, our canoe tour actually got delayed three weeks because the glacier wasn't melting enough for the canoes to make it up river. So, oh, wow. Yeah, big pain in the butt. So a lot of us were just kind of sitting around. Have you had to deal with any um, tourists just not being uh, agreeable? <laughs> when, uh, can you can you describe a time that you've had to deal with a difficult customer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I didn't have to deal with him too much myself, but uh, luckily, like, I'm you a know, fucking manager now. <laughs> yeah, no, so yeah, I'm a manager. So no, <laughs> minion, do it. It's like take it out with one of my schlubs. <laughs> yeah, so there was one instance where I had to go deal with the situation because uh, some guy, uh, his name was Dawson. It was Austin or Dawson, but we just call him Dawson. <laughs> and uh, he was Good on call. a cruise with his family, and he was 25 years old, and oh, he decided yes. to take our excursion alone. He wanted to do something different from his family. So oh. uh, so he had this wonderful, wonderful idea, you know, because I work out in the legit, like, middle of nowhere. Like, so he decided that he wanted to take a, some acid and come out on the tour. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Oh, yes. So I was doing, it was the first time I'd done the ATV tour, like, in so long, because I was like, oh, I'm putting this off. I hate the ATV tour. God, I hate that tour. But, uh, so What's, I was. What, what do you hate about it? Oh, well, I'll, I'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to take a minute. <laughs> Let's just stick to Dawson for the moment. Yeah, yeah. So, uh. Um, um, he, yeah, he, he had a bad trip, man. That's all I can say. So, <laughs> and we had our four shortest people on the tour and like not the biggest of people either. So they had to deal with him and basically he started freaking out. He was like, I guess he got on the phone with his mom and was telling her that like all my employees were going to kill him and like <laughs> he was freaking out like oh, no. uh, so basically like i missed a lot of this but i just heard stories but he was like jumping into the canoes loaded with people while they were all trying to like run away from him but he was like freaking out so he'd like jump on top of people and whatnot oh i guess God. had to like put him in a chokehold and throw him down on the ground and like multiple times people were sloshing wet in the glacier water like my god it was quite the mess so they're trying to get me on the radio and i can't hear it a lot because i'm they're out on the delta they're out by the lake and i'm through the trees so finally i get up to our little glacier overlook on the atv tour and I finally start getting radio calls and they're like, Zach, we need your help like right now. And I'm like, what's going on? They're like, we can't get this guy in the canoe. And I'm like, well, <laughs> sorry, you got to figure out yourself. Like, <laughs> I'm working. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know the severity of the situation at the time. So, but I started driving down. I was like, well, okay, it's big enough. So I just, I had another guide with me working. I'm like, all right, you're in charge. I'm going to go handle the situation out there. So I took a canoe and went up the river by myself and was looking in. And then that's when I found this big old mess. People were terrified. Uh, people were soaking wet from him, like, sloshing around and doing stuff. And basically, so I just tried to talk to him. And he was high as a kite. Couldn't really, like, fathom anything. <laughs> oh, he tried He tried to piss a couple times. He's like, I got to pee. So he's, like, like in the process of getting his dick out. <laughs> and, like, I was like, no, you're not going to do that right here. And he's like, okay, man, okay. Bad man. <laughs> yeah. So, um, like, I tried really as much as I could to, like, not get my hands on him. And then I just, like, let the other guests, like, <laughs> wrestle with him when he was getting out of line again. So, eventually, it was, like, getting late. And, um, like, the boat it, the boat was, like, supposed to be leaving here soon. And we still had people, like, way out on the lake. So, I, uh, everyone kind of snuck out. We, like, just moved them further up the lake and got them loaded up and left. Then, um... Yeah, so eventually it was me, that guy, his wife, and another guide of mine. So I was talking to him, talking to him, talking to him. And, um, eventually I was like, well, I'm 
I'm fucking tired of trying to like wait around and get you in this goddamn thing. I'm gonna put you in it myself. So I'm like, you're gonna get in that fucking canoe right now, or I'm gonna put you in it. And he's like, and just all high and like not you know sense. So I grabbed him, pick him up, and throw him into the canoe. <laughs> like, and he like folds in it, and the other guy like wrestles and like guts him down. So we uh we got him in, we got him up, we got him. Uh, we had brought an ATV down. We buckled him up in it along with the other guy, and we drove up the hill. We got the other guy out so he could be with his wife, and we he had to we had to like he tried to jump out and buckle himself. So we, like three of us grab, manhandled him, put him in, strapped him all in, <laughs> and then um, we buckled him in. And I was driving him down. I was flying fast, and I was trying to get on the radio with one of the. Uh, one of the captains because he was a bodyguard so i was like yo richard i need your help now <laughs> and uh we got to the beach and i pull up and i'm swinging on i'm like yo richard i need this guy i need you I need help with this guy and he's like what guy and i look back and he had actually got himself out of the seatbelt <laughs> and out of the cage oh, he, shit. i was going like 20 30 miles an hour <laughs> this guy hops out of it eats i uh, probably eats a bunch of shit but because he saw other like the atv tours worth of people and he was like walking and talking with them so like <laughs> it was a mess it basically oh, like the captain came out it was like what's the situation i told him he tried to talk to him i'm like it's not gonna work we've all been doing this so he's like all right i'm gonna put you in handcuffs so you need to chill out he's like what so richard eventually threw him to ground put him in cuffs then locked him on the back part of the boat <laughs> 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 and this whole time we left the life jacket on him just in case he decided to jump off the boat because we didn't think he could swim <laughs> how high he was oh wow so that so that sounds like it should be a TV show, I swear. I should have right. led with this, but uh, for those that didn't listen to your first episode, <laughs> what do you do? Well, yeah, I'm a canoe guide up in uh, uh, Alaska. I work for a company called Alaska Excursions. I work the Glacier Point Wilderness Safari Tour. So it's just a canoe tour that takes people up uh, to the Davidson Glacier. Nice. It's just about southwest of Haines and really awesome tour. And then we also have our ATV Wilderness Exploration Tour, which... This is another tour we have out there at Glacier Point. And so, <laughs> and back, it's dumb. back to that. Why? Why don't you like that particular tour? I, it's, dude, it was just a drunk idea. Is what I've always said. I think the owner and his the brother-in-law were just sitting together, and they're like, "Man, it'd be dope as hell if we got some ATVs out there. It'd be sick." And they're like, "Yeah, man, let's do it." So they just fucking did it with no thought. <laughs> because so basically, you know, it's all this area is all glacially structured so all of the soil and stuff it's all silt it's all rock mm -hmm. that's been really reduced to a fine powder you know rock flowers it's formal name um but it's awful it's awful awful stuff it's it's just it's not meant for this kind of ruggedness so the, the trail itself is really rocky and rooty and it's pretty short you know we do two laps of our short course we make three stops to like have them take pictures and tell them about the layout of the land and blah 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 and um man so we uh yeah, and it was, oh, God. Yeah, so the machines, it's their third year running, you know. We've had the same machines since 2018, and they're just, like, they were breaking left and right. Um, basically, since early July to when I left, it had been rainy, windy, cloudy, or foggy, or any combination of it. So I, it was, like, the most Alaskan year I've worked up there. It was <laughs> rainy as hell, so it was rainy all the time. That course was more flooded than I've ever seen, more torn up than I've ever seen, um so there was ruts everywhere me and the maintenance guy ryan i had to tag team with him we had to either like get vehicles unstuck all the time i had to have him use the excavator to like fix the fix the route and then it would just 
get bad in another couple tours. So things were, it, there was sometimes the tour was like, you could use half the course, maybe. And, you know, I'm just making the other kids do it. I'm like, I'm like I've already done this a shit ton. <laughs> yeah. Like, granted, this yeah. is way worse now, but like, it's your turn. <laughs> so, and then that, and like, yeah. And then the rain gear sucks because like, we have like rain gear for them for all the mud that they get on them. And like, if we send it to town, it doesn't come out for three weeks. So like with us, we're out in the middle of nowhere. We're catching water from the uh, river that comes off the glacier. So it's all silt. So we're cleaning all the vehicles with dirt. And then we're cleaning um, the rain gear with dirt. <laughs> so all the rain gear looks like shit. Uh, things are constantly breaking because it's basically a high powered sandblaster that we're cleaning things with. Like, yeah. So there was never one more than one power washer working. So, you know, you'd have 12, 14 vehicles that you have to clean and only one power washer. And it usually takes about half an hour for each one. So you're usually staying up till about midnight. Mm -hmm. And then like, then you got to try to catch up on the rain gear because you're like, oh, fuck, we're running out of rain gear. So, oh, God, it's a nightmare. I hate that tour. (laughs) All before probably your next tour the next day, I'm guessing. Yes. Oh, yeah. So everything has to be cleaned just so it gets dirty again the next day. Uh, Granted, at one part, we were so far behind on rain gear, like everything was dirty. So we just, uh, Every yeah, we just started handing people like it was caked in like water and mud, and we're just like, here you go. <laughs> Sorry in advance, but this is what we got. Yep. <laughs> so other than uh, uh, protecting, you know, a homeboy that was having an acid trip and the weather, uh, what other things from from this season were different from the previous two? Uh, you know, just a whole batch of new people again. Yeah. You know, so entirely new face of people that I was working with. Um, so I mean, they were cool kids. Really weren't bad. What are the what are the ages that you're seeing? For- uh, the youngest was 19. Uh, my other manager was 35. Then every there was uh, we had one guy. He was 40 something. And Steve, yeah, he was 40 something. And so he he was around for a while. Him and Angie, Angie was 29. So they stuck around for quite a bit of time. And uh, and then the rest were like twenty seven or younger. So. And then, are you seeing that a lot of people are traveling in like you were, or are these people from Alaska? No, no, they're like it's very little Alaskans that work this stuff. Yeah, they just uh, they have more career jobs or more year round ones. Sure, or they either own the tours or like they just do other things than just mm-hmm. working what, in the tourism. What uh, what are some of the things you see from like the new people coming in to work with you guys and and work for you guys like? What are some of the things that you see that uh, they may need to work on or something that's they've done outstandingly well? Uh, definitely the big one that they needed to work on is just listening to what I fucking say. <laughs> 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 uh, so, you know, granted, some of them were pretty good at it, you know, and sometimes wrapped around. But, man, the amount of times that I ha- just have to say something over and over and over, and it's so simple. You know, like at lunch, it's like, go hang out with the guests. You know, it does. It doesn't look good when there's a group of green shirts just hanging around talking mm-hmm. with each other instead of like interacting with the guests. But every fucking day, every lunch, I gotta tell them, go talk with them, go talk with them, go talk with them. And for the love of God, go talk to them. <laughs> and just like other small things too. But like some of them did pretty well with like getting better at learning some things on the tour and just like 
getting to be more independent where they didn't have to have me floating around and managing them, which in a place like that, it's very, very important. That place kind of runs on its own. So, so you said that you had to give the same direction to your staff members over and over and over again. So with that being said, do you think your time working as a lot attendant was a great experience for you? Or <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. People told me what to do over and over and over again. But really, they didn't have to tell me anything because I walked around the whole damn campus. I'm like, what do you need? What do you need? What yeah. do you need? Because yeah. I was bored. I'm just yeah. like, I don't know how all these other dudes just sit on their phone and do nothing all day. I'd be bored as hell sitting there. So this job in Alaska, are you busy all day or are you finding that there's there's some downtime as well and if there is what are you doing in that downtime um i'm pretty busy all the time when i'm up there usually like if i'm working i'm usually working all day so that's anywhere from you know 11 hours if you're on the canoe tours up to let's see it's 11 plus we got six six so like 17 hours with the atv tour sometimes because that's the power washing till midnight bullshit and are the tours seven days a week yep. then during the season? Yeah, so uh, we were pretty understaffed. Like most of the town was, staffing, finding staff for the entire town was a big issue this year. So we had um, up to 18 people hired at one point. And then uh, so in total we had 20, but we had 10 people leave early uh, this year, which is oh, wow. very detrimental. Now, would you say a lot of that is from that you went into it not – not understanding like what was all expected or like like how well prepared uh were they you know uh yeah i think some of them you know there was like this one 19 year old kid because uh, we had two of them this year but one of them uh he was like i want two days off in a row i only want to work 40 hours like I'm like, motherfucker, this ain't a nine to five. Right. Like, this isn't an office job. Yeah, no. This is like you fucking work because this is the time to work. Like the seasonal gigs, you work. That's mm-hmm. that's the whole thing, you know. All of us work sixty plus hours a week. Um so there was some people that were like that that just it ended up being too much work for them. They thought it'd just be kind of like it's nice vacation in Alaska. It'd which, be chill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which it never is. And then um some people had found different opportunities. Like Angie went uh, left early because she wanted to be an EM. She got accepted to like an EMT school. Oh, cool! So uh, she did that. Uh, other people just found different work opportunities. Uh, some people like health wise can do it. We had one guy that didn't mention he was epileptic, and then he actually had a seizure uh, one of the days that he was working. Granted, he was working the boat. Thank God. But it's like motherfucker, how do you take a guiding position and not tell anyone that you're epileptic like i'm sorry that sucks but jesus christ like yeah. if he was in the canoe and he was going up river and he seizes out and then now he's floating down river like i've already been around when someone's died on the tour so like you could have killed yourself you could have killed other people that's selfish as fuck like how yeah. dare you yeah. like so i got really pissed at that guy uh, like he was a really cool kid but the fact that he had the nerve to not even mention that like ah i that really upset me do you think he would have been accepted uh into that position if he would have made you aware that like he was epileptic or no probably not honestly but it's not it's not like my say i'm not the one sure right right you know so i think that would have been a discussion that upper management would have came to me and been like hey so this kid has this problem like what do you think and i'm like well you know if he's on the boat it's really not as big of a deal because like um, you're just, you're just a extra hand on it. And then you're just naturalisting. Like you're just telling people about the, you 
the shit you see on the boat ride. So sure. um, I don't think it would have been too much of an issue, but it, it would have been like, yeah, he can't ever come out to Glacier Point. Like he can't guide because, mm-hmm. yeah, there's people's lives in his hands and that's just not okay. Right. Was this the first season that you had worked since the pandemic? Yep, yep. How, how did that change things? That, well, I totally forgot some of the things that I normally knew. Uh, one of the funnier things <laughs> was... Um, um, I was there was a there's a glacier you could see from Skagway, and it's uh, named after the president, uh, President Harding, and I totally forgot which president it was. Well, I I knew in the ballpark of what it was. So there was one day I was standing up on the docks collecting people because I was going to be working the boats, and um, I was like, yeah, you see, so under that snow up there, that's the President Hubbard, President Hubbard Glacier up there, <laughs> and some guys like really, and I'm like, yeah, man, after President Hubbard, like I've worked here before, I know what I'm talking about. And oh yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. So he actually, uh, he fact checked me when he got uh, when they were having lunch at a Glacier Point, he got some service and uh, googled it. And he's like, oh, okay, so there was a President Hubbard, but he was uh, President Hubbard was the president of AT and T in 1995. <laughs> 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 so I'm like, oh well, I guess it wasn't that far off. But so there was like. There was quite a bit of things that were odd, just like I knew a lot of things, but I didn't. So I have to like spruce, uh, freshen up on a lot of uh, like the knowledge that I lost just because it hadn't been something I've been thinking about for years. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the guiding and like working with people, that was all came back naturally. That was super, super easy. But really, too, it was really, really special to just be out there again. Honestly, I didn't think I'd ever be out there again because of the pandemic and stuff. Sure, like, sure. I I legitimately thought that I'd never, like, go out there again. So I actually had a big moment the first time I went up to the glacier again, you know. Um, went up and, like, fucking cried, dude. Because, like, I went and touched it and everything. And I just, like, had, just sat there it. for, like, 10, 15 minutes just kind of crying, man. Because I was like, damn, dude, this is nuts this is my favorite place in the world and I'm here again. I, I didn't think I'd be here. So I had to, I had to have some time to like really like Do you, do you take see yourself in. going back next season? Oh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was a very stupid question to ask you when I did it because like you're not the like from what I've, what I've seen anyway, you, you're not really like the let's plan months and months ahead kind of guy. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask you another stupid question. You're here now yeah. back visiting do you have any idea where you're going next? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So the, the reason, the place I'm going is why it's all up in the air for next year. Because one, I don't know if I'd want to work the same tour again. You know, I love it up there and I love Glacier Point, but I don't know if I can do all that shit again. The canoe tour is getting worse because uh, there's more and more silt coming off the glacier and it's pushing the delta out further and further away. Like, mm. so, so like, does that extend it all out then? Or? Yeah, it just makes it harder to get closer to the glacier. And sure. even though it's going up the mountain now, like we can't touch it on the tour no more. Um, there's still times where you can normally get yourself up pretty close to it. But just with the way that um, all the sediments coming down, it's making everything further out. It's extending, it's filling up the lake. Um, the, the, the river system, it's braided through the glacier. So... Uh, the glacier stream is braided, so it's just like zigzagging all over the place, just making it harder. So basically, I told the kids, like, there's an emergency area that we use for landing just in case, like, we can't go anywhere on the delta, you know. Like, if all else fails, we have this spot that we can land at, and it's fine. Uh, we landed there, like, half the season. And in previous ones, oh, I've wow. only used that, like, a handful of times. So it's like, 
you're over half a mile away from the glacier and you're, it's just uncomfortable. You're talking to these people in this canoe on the lake forever. And then you go land in a shitty spot and it's like, it's just not a great for doing the tours. And then plus not like in the ATV stuff. It's just like, I don't know. I don't know if I can like the put up with that. Yeah. The cons kind of outweigh the pros for yeah. you at that point. Yeah, definitely. Because it's like, I love living there and I love doing a lot of stuff. But like, if I have to keep doing that every day and plus fourth year around, it's just like, I don't know. Um, but then, uh, I'm actually, I, I leave Tuesday. <laughs> oh, wow. I leave Tuesday. So I got here this last Tuesday and I'm leaving the following Tuesday. Uh, I am going to New Zealand. <gasps> oh, sick. That's, That's where you wanted to go originally. Yep. So my work visa got approved for down there. And, um, I, yeah, I have a job lined up for down there. So same. What will you be doing in New Zealand? Uh, glacier guiding. So oh, um, sounds familiar. But I'm up- <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I'm upgrading. Uh, I'm moving from a canoe to a helicopter. So- oh shit! Yeah, so I'm gonna be working down at the Mount Cook area and a little like Mount Cook Village, and uh, I'm working for Alpine Guides. I think this is the company name. So I'm gonna be taking guests. We're gonna fly in a helicopter. We're gonna go land on a glacier, and I'm gonna go walk will you them be around. Piloting on it. the helicopter? Oh no! Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> The reason he's, I'm asking is because the last time everything. you were on here, we talked about like that you thought that you might want to get like a pilot's license yeah. at some point. So that's why I asked like, if, is that something that you like you're looking to pursue? Oh, Still. maybe like I don't know. I don't ever know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was actually part of our our highlight episode. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, is so for the work visa? Is there a a limit on the amount of time that you can spend in New Zealand? Do you know how so, long you're planning to be there? I don't know how long I'll be there, but I can be there up for a year. So, okay, cool. Yeah, That's awesome. A year cool. when I enter New Zealand is how long I can be there for. So I, um, yeah, I'll get there on Tuesday. I start work the 19th. Like, oh, wow. Are, yeah, no, things are happening oh, so very you're, fast. You're leaving from here to New Zealand. I yeah. thought you meant like... You're leaving Iowa and then like going back to visit other people. Oh, no. You're going straight to New Zealand. I have a flight to LA, LA to New Zealand. And then I get there the 13th and then I have to, I have to buy a car, open a bank account, um, figure out things. And then, yeah, 19th, I start. It's going to be a very busy six days for you. Even before you start. I'm very stressed out. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. I was actually going to ask, um, because I also remember from, from the last time we talked that you uh, you were in a position in your life where you are where you specifically said you were closer to settling down than you have ever been before yep has that changed no. much or okay <laughs> no actually uh I, oh man i really fucked up <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh yes <laughs> oh no baby what is he doing uh, oh honey oh, fuck it being dumb <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so there's my girl i have here that i've oh, dude i love that girl so much and someone was talking all summer about moving back to iowa and Finally settling down and doing shit. Oh. <laughs> and then, you know, New Zealand got in contact with me months ago. And I'm like, oh, because basically I got wrapped up with, like, the COVID people for the work yeah, visa. Yeah, So they're like, hey, thanks for applying when you did. Uh, we're going to let you do it again. So you can either say yes and you can reapply for the visa or you can say no and you can never get this work visa again. So oh. I was like... Well, well, yeah, I I'll have just, to, yeah, I just got to say yes. Yeah. So I said yes, and then I got the visa. I'm like, damn, that's dope. Well, then me being me, I'm just like, 
well, what kind of jobs are out there? So I just start looking around and for jobs. And uh, yeah, uh, the company I'm working for now actually had a posting for um, like a front of house, like basically like welcoming guests, getting them geared up and then loaded onto the helicopters. Mm-hmm. So I just emailed the company. I'm like, yo, that sounds lame. Like, I want a cooler job. I'm a guide. <laughs> I want a guide. Oh, obviously not like that. But I was like, hey, man, do you, have, you guys got any like guiding opportunities? Like I'm I like More guiding. active positions. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So and then, yeah, that started. I started getting in contact with the general manager and was talking back and forth to them, so on and so forth. And all this time I was talking to this girl telling her that i was gonna stay and do all kinds of things even talk about family stuff and whatnot so like oh zach i know (laughs) i know and i fucking like dude i really want to with that girl i really do i'm like uh, you know uh, uh. (laughs) (laughs) he's tied no no, because like no i had talked to her and she kind of gave it into me like rightfully so we've been doing things it's been a weird ride for the last like five years for i understand like both sides though like i understand like her talking to you and you're like talking about family stuff and like settling down but i also understand like your perspective too where it's like this, this is, is a, a once in a lifetime like thing, and it really is because like if I don't do it now, like like you said, it, it's, it's it's out of my, it's never going to happen again. At so. the same time, you know, I'll put it in her words. She's like, I was a once in a lifetime opportunity, you know, because like you know, how much longer can we keep kind of doing things like we this have tango, been for, yeah. like, forever, you know? So like you know, she's like, man, you know. Like, so understandably so, uh, that's another reason why you're like, I don't know how long I'll be there because I, I just don't know what I'm doing. I don't. I think that may be done now. Like there may be no hope in that one anymore. I don't know. I've you know, I've been doing. I've been going all over the world and stuff, and always having her in my head. And so if like that's gone, then that's weird. And I really don't know what to do with that mm. kind of situation. So like, man, I've really fucking screwed the pooch on that one, and I it fucking sucks, dude. Like. Like, man, I, it sucks more that I really just, like, fucked with her and, like, made her upset because, like... That wasn't your you, intention. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. But if I put, like, two seconds of thought into anything that I did, like, then I wouldn't... Like, if I had just kept my mouth shut and, like, not mentioned any of that stuff, then, you know, maybe after the New Zealand thing, I could have been, like, all right, let's try this out, you know, instead. open my mouth too early and, like... You know, I didn't even like we we were talking all summer long about I'm, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And then like a week and some before I got here, I'm like, I'm going to New Zealand. Like not even like brought it up. Or like anything. no warning. Just oh, just was like, no. I'm hey, gonna, this I'm is gonna, happening. Yeah, I'm going to do this. And so like I was just fucked up and I talked to her and she's like, you're fucked up. Like you're either fucked up. You got like some things going on and that you need to fix and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like you know i just sat there and i'm like yeah yeah you know you're you're not wrong like you know she's like if you really loved me you wouldn't be doing any of this shit like you would have like talked to me you would have done this or that or whatever and i'm just sitting there eating it i'm like yeah man and it's like it's something i've been kind of feeling for a while now sure. i kind of feel like a big piece of shit and not even before that even before that man i've been kind of like not feeling too hot on myself lately honestly well you're in the right place because like <laughs> from the time that we interviewed you to what we're at now we've pretty much become the you're fucked up podcast so <laughs> right it's it's become like hey 
we've all got like mommy issues all of a sudden (laughs) welcome to the shit show yeah yeah it was just like there's just been some trends like you know there was a angela chick that i talked to you guys Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. that i just like had a perfectly good thing going on and i was like fuck that and i fucked it up in a stupid way and then um i fucked it up by doing stupid shit with actually one of my friends here and then i like killed that friendship off in the sake of trying to uh, get back with angela and then now you know angela didn't want to get back with me and now <laughs> i lost that friend yeah, yeah. so mm. lost both and then uh yeah just like i felt bad i still feel weird about like the trail stuff i feel like a lot of the people that i met there i don't know how they view me but i feel like i'm like not thought about in a nice light so i'm just kind of like damn that kind of sucks and then now i'm doing this and i'm like dude I'm just like, man, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> What's I... going on? Yeah, my drinking was out of control this summer. It was nuts. It started like uh, killing oh, so much Jameson. So, like, dude, I'd knock back 10 beers. I'd be like, dude, I'm not drunk. So then I'd be cracking bottles and smashing more liquor and mm-hmm. beer and stuff. And I'd wait. Dude, there were so many times I was waking up sick and I was just like, oh, let's do it again. Or I'd be like, oh, no, I'm not going to do it today. Not going to do it today. Crack a beer. And then like, boom, just like do it over <laughs> again. Like it was mm-hmm. nuts. And then like. I think I just like had a lot of my mind and I was in a weird place when I got up there and then the managing just stuff just got me all stressed out. So like did quite a bit of yelling and stuff with the kids and whatnot and just like, I don't know, I guess like that's what managers do sometimes too. But like, I was just like, I've had to do it to him when I was his boss. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Yeah. I just kind of felt like an asshole for a while. So it's been interesting (laughs) and adding this most recent thing to it too. It's just like, fuck, dude, that's nuts. Like that's the, like the one person that I care about, like the most in this world, I really just like fucking stiffed her for no reason, for no reason. I don't even know why I did it. (laughs) Like at no point was I like superly overly excited about the New Zealand stuff. Uh, I was like probably more excited to be here and doing life with her, but uh, fucking, I'm like, uh, I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm curious. Like, I kind of want to go to New Zealand. <laughs> the hindsight is 50. Like, it's 50 50 of like figuring out. Um, 2020? 2020, is that what it was? Pregnant brain. Sorry. I love you. Thank you. Um, It's it's hard, especially when you're in the moment and you you think like you have that a little bit of doubt of like you're excited, but you have that little bit of doubt about something like like a like a big relationship change like that but then you have you know not as much excitement about something else that's completely new in life yeah and but you're like but there's there's not really much doubt about it so like why like yeah i think commitment just scares me it's hard just because like obviously you know i move around a lot i go a lot of places i'm never in one place too long so i never have to commit to anything if i'm like oh man i don't really like what i got going on it's like well it doesn't matter i leave here in so many months so like it's not gonna be my problem anymore exactly yeah so it's just like commitment's very hard for me and i think it's getting harder because now i'm getting older and i'm like "I i want to be doing these things but now it's i'm facing it more now where it's just like i'm not as young as i used to be there is a goal that i want to hit and i'm getting closer to like the window of where i need to like start doing things to hit that goal so it's Mm -hmm. just like it's approaching more and more 
And I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> then I don't know it, what I want. It then makes it more of like a panic attack. Like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Yeah. The opposite way. Like, yeah. This is in, this is in no way being to be like a diss on my fiance or like my children. But like, I have the most incredible human being. And like, I have these awesome kids and I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So don't feel bad because you can get everything you've ever wanted and still have no fucking idea what to do with it. Yeah. That's where I'm at in life right now. I am in like three days. Today's the ninth, right? Mm-hmm. In three days, I'm a month away from our wedding. I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, I'm still excited for it, but I'm like, I have all these things that I asked for, and like, now I don't know what to do with it. But, so, <laughs> I have a baby coming in two and a half months. I don't know what the fuck what I'm the doing fuck either. What do I do with this thing? <laughs> we, I mean, we still need to figure out our issue with finding a replacement vehicle because uh, my charger got. I need you to talk up. right into that. There you Sorry. go. Uh, my charger got fucked up by a hailstorm oh, and no. it got totaled out. Really? Wow. It's so, down in the garage so, if you want to see how so what happened, poor it is. It's bad. So what happened was uh, we go out and and I, I don't know if I've actually told this story on the podcast or anything. but So basically what happened was um, there was an issue with my phone because I was getting a switch over to a different provider. And we had uh, decided to go out to Best Buy to get it figured out because that's where we got his new phone in the first place right so we go we gas up the car we head out and but we take your car because um your you couldn't park in your garage for right now because they were repairing the ceiling yep so uh, while i'm gassing up i i remember this clearly and i tell her i'm like you know this is the kind of weather i like warm summer rain just, you know, not just like overly downpouring, not obnoxious, just a, a good, a good summer weather. We get to Best Buy. I too, I, I do also love it about an hour before hell breaks loose. That's yeah, my favorite. We get, we get to Best Buy and it is downpouring as I am. He lets me out right near the front door, thankfully, but I still get soaked. Yeah. Um, we get inside and. Some hail starts coming down. We don't think anything of it. It starts busting the skylights to the Best Buy. (laughs) That's when we realize it's like, I can't reassure him anymore. Like, it's going to be fine. Like, when I, when you hear it go from like pea size to baseball size. And yeah, the skylights are quite literally shattering all over the store. And they have to get us to the back. And I was like, oh, his Dodge Charger is not going to be pretty. So by the end of it, uh, yeah, 15 minutes to 20 minutes later, all the skylights busted. Um, we go out and I'm just, my heart sinks because I see all the other cars fucked up and I'm like, okay, I go over, see all these dents. And I'm like, okay, it's, it's not bad. You can't, um, you can't see everything when it's that. And then I walk around to the back and the back windshield's smashed out. Completely oh, no. gone. Oh no. Um, Somehow the, the sunroof wasn't damaged yeah we don't understand that the uh the the interior's all fucked up so basically uh the insurance company came out did an estimate it was like yeah this is like seventeen thousand dollars in damages holy shit but not enough to total it not enough to total it because it was valued at twenty nine thousand. 
How much does it take to total? 70%. 70%. Oh. Believe me, we had to memorize that amount. <laughs> yeah, both I was const- <laughs> I was constantly calculating when, when things would change along the so, way. So we went to take it to a body shop to have done previous work on the car before because, hey, they did good work. We want to keep going to people that do us right. Turns out when it's that close to a uh, total loss, they want to keep that money for themselves. They don't want to look out for the customer yeah. and do what is asked of them. And they started work without my permission because my name is the one on the car. Uh, they had just started taking apart the car. But uh, it became this ordeal where then they were like, well, we're not going to do any more work without the check. And I said, well, I, I can't. You know, we finally made the decision of we can't trust you with this if you're going to start work before our permission. So we're taking the car back. Um and it turns out they were actually going to do less work than the estimate even told them to do. Mm. Um, so they were trying to ensure that they got the money instead of looking out for what we were asking. Because there was, like, the back speaker was a completely destroyed. We knew that the heated seats in the back would probably need to replace. Like, there's things that we were trying to ask. Like, can you at least look at it? Because this car is less than $4,000 away from being totaled like we obviously know there's more yeah and eventually it we got it all handled we got it all taken care of it ended up being totaled out at roughly 22,000 22, yep because yeah. then that still didn't include the electrical parts because they would have had to actually go in and test that but at that point it was officially totaled yeah so, so now we're now we're looking at a new vehicle and that's kind of the big stress for me right now so does insurance oh, cover any of this? Insurance. Oh yeah, yeah, it's full it's fully covered and everything. We're- Thankfully with COVID, also it is worth the same amount that we purchased it at. Oh, that's yeah. Good. We didn't have any decrease over the past 2 years. Nice. So and $30,000 and thank- come back. Thanks to the guy that sold me the car, uh we got <laughs> gap insurance as well. As me. <laughs> I yeah, sold with that, that and the extended warranty so it was at the oh shit it was like i sold this yeah. <laughs> yeah no no no. the oh shit was speaking of vehicles you're gone for a year what do you do with your truck uh the the girl i fuck things up with yeah, oh she, yeah. she has your truck oh uh, not yet oh okay. but she will, yeah. <laughs> not yet but she will because <laughs> she's like she's like not mad not angry she just she knew she's hurt something would happen like this because you know i've definitely so I've done this quite a few times. So, like, <laughs> so you're gonna have to like face to face interact with her then before you. Go. I already have. Oh, like okay. yeah, you know, uh, I talked with her already. Uh, I think well, I got here Tuesday. I talked to her Wednesday, face to face. Yeah, she let me have it a little bit, but oh, for sure, rightfully so, yeah. rightfully so. Yeah. Do you uh, do you feel like everything was said that needed to be said there, or is there something that you've kind of th- like mulled over and thought about with her? Oh, no. I think what's been said has been said. I've said a lot. She told me what's up. I know where the things are at. I know what not to say. <laughs> so, you're, so you fly out of Des Moines on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Des Moines to... LA. LA. Then I'm doing Air Fiji. So oh. I have a layover in Fiji and then oh, nice. down to uh, New Zealand. Cool. And and where at in New Zealand is it? Uh, so I'm flying into Christchurch. It's on the South okay. Island. Yeah. Yep. 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 So I'll, I'll land there, be there for like four days trying to get everything in order. And then that's when I'll hopefully have bought in a car and then drive to my job. 
And so your job is also in Christchurch or very close to it? Or No, it's four hours away. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's up in uh, Mount Cook Village. It's uh, right up in the Cook Range up there. Um, so the closest town is Twizel, I think is what the name, okay. how, how to pronounce it. It's like population 1600. It's about, I think they said 63 kilometers away. So about an hour drive. Is it very similar to the job in Alaska where it's kind of sort of out in the middle of, of nowhere? That's what it kind uh, of seems like. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. this small village is like just up in the mountains. Cool. So, uh, that'll be pretty sick. The closest town is just like outside the mountains. So that's pretty awesome. So you should probably get a bit warmer weather. This. Yep, endless summer. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, uh, since you're being a guide going out on like helicopters and stuff, uh, is there any like special training that you specifically have to go through because of that? Yep, yep. I have to go through a PHEC course. It's pre-hospital emergency care. It's just a further along first aid course. It's a three-day mm-hmm. thing, and I need to do that before I get there. Uh, there's also the hard ice well, like some New Zealand has like a hard ice, uh, uh, requ- not requirement, uh, not a skill. What am I? Why did you just ask me? <laughs> uh, there's just like uh, training. Yeah. Training, yes, thank you. There's like a fo- <laughs> there's a form of training uh, to to walk on hard ice and stuff. And uh, I think working there, I'll just uh, get it just mm-hmm. because I'll be on hard ice and doing stuff. You had mentioned in Alaska. Before your first season or during your first season, there was a book or a binder that they gave you that helped you learn about that area. You've been a guide at a glacier in Alaska, but this is a completely different area. Have you been doing any research about that area yet? Or that's a dumb question. I didn't know nope. the answer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, what, it's like, what, can you not tell my employer that? What, uh, <laughs> what preparation when you get there, what preparation goes into learning about the area? Well, I, I guess like really I could start learning about the Mount Cook area, honestly, first and foremost. But uh, right now I don't even know what glacier I'm working at. I haven't got like – Oh, sure. Yeah, I don't really know the detailed specifics of like what I need to be learning. So That's fair because um, each trade in each glacier I'm sure is is just a bit different. Yeah, it's not. just like different lengths, different widths, yeah. different things like that. So when they were formed, things like that. Yeah. So. And- what was the temperatures in Alaska that you just dealt with from April through now? Cold. <laughs> I was going to say, that means, so, does that mean your apparel has had to change in your uh, prep? No, kind of? no. I, I, you know, I bring, like, since I drove, I had all my, everything that I basically owned was in that truck. Right, yeah. So, uh, my apparel didn't change too much. I mean, I, I definitely dressed warmer because uh, May, beautiful, really awesome, really great. I had a great tan in May. Like, no one would have believed you I was working up. You still look like your tan, so. Oh, that's just me. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, because, so May was great. June was pretty awesome. And July was good for about a week. And then after the, about the first week of July, it was no higher than 65 degrees. I could count the amount of sunny, like full sunny days on my right hand. Uh, how many of those? Um, it was rainy. It was cloudy. It was windy. And it was foggy. Like any combination of the four for months and months. There was a period of time where I think it was a month or over that I had not had a sunny day. Or I had, had even seen the sun. And I'd just wake wow. up every day and I'm like, come on, man. You could do it. And I wake up again. I'll be like, fuck. You got it, bro. You got it. <laughs> and the next day I'm like, dude, please just give me a little bit of sun. Come on. <laughs> need this. <laughs> and... Um, and so uh, there's definitely times where, like, it'd come out for a couple hours, like, 
we'd either wake up and it was kind of sunny we're like fuck yeah and then by like 10 o'clock it was all gone you're like fuck no (laughs) (laughs) what's the uh what's the weather like in in new zealand no idea you said it was perpetual summer i know it's gonna be summertime so i i know um it depends on the area but yeah uh, because since it's gonna be like really mountainous and uh, a lot of glaciers and stuff around probably colder but uh, i can't say for sure I have seen Lord of the Rings. Yeah. That that was filmed in New Zealand. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so it's going to be really nice. Uh I know um the general manager told me it's going to be a bit rainy when I get there cuz it makes sense, you know, it's their springtime. Mm-hmm. So sure. it'll be a bit rainy when I get there, but uh, I just saw 23 degrees and I was like, "What?" and then I was like, "Oh, Celsius." Oh, Celsius yeah. Yep, Hold yep. on, let so me try That's to nice. This. Yeah. That's that's like 70, I think. 70 something. Um I know last time we had you on, we had talked about you having a presence on social media and you just, you don't do that kind of thing. Um, now that we've I had see. that time since, do you, have you like rethought about it and like posting pictures of where you are and just kind of being educational or anything like that? Uh, I don't think I'd do it as far as like an educational stance. I just kind of do it in just to as far show. as like, yeah, because, uh, you know, a lot of people kind of like keeping up with me. Yeah. Um, so I try to post some things every now and again for them. But I mean, this summer I went through three phones. Yes. Went up with a phone, got went in the water with it. Next phone, I lost. Next one got water in it. So, yeah, now I'm on this phone. So there was... <laughs> I didn't take very many pictures for a long time just because either my camera was dumb or, you know, I've been up there a bunch of times already. How many times do I need to take pictures right. of the same shit, you know? Instagram's how I knew you were back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I get a little more active now. Like, I got me an iPhone finally, and it's an iPhone 11, and it takes really wonderful pictures and stuff. So I've been trying to take a little bit more. And I was just, you know, I was just looking at my Instagram right now because I had four posts in total well i was up for six months you know one when i got there and the last three were probably in the last month <laughs> so i just i don't really post very much sure uh, i'll probably do it a little bit more especially with the new zealand stuff because you know it's gonna be hard to not at least like post a story and be like oh this is my ride to work <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm flying in the <laughs> helicopter you know so uh i'll probably get to doing it a little bit more but it's still the same thing it's still it's just, it's just kind of an afterthought really we're getting close to the end of our hour. Was there anything that you learned this season in Alaska um, that you would you would pass on? Any any wisdom being up there for the the third season? Um, I don't know. Honestly, it's just kind of weird time. I really wanted to get out of there for a long time. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was I was not not vibing very well this time around. Um, wisdom. Don't be a manager. <laughs> Managing sucks, dude. Let me tell you. The last time you saw me, I was working at a particular restaurant in the yeah. Pella, Iowa area. Uh-huh. Have you been? Cannot- have you been keeping up with the podcast at all? No, I, I <laughs> no offense taken. I haven't had time. I do. They, I, uh, I listen to my one radio station. That's my form they of entertainment. So I I left there uh, in June, like mm. the first week of June, um, and then I think it was was it later in June or early in July? 
You're, you're getting ready to talk about all of your experiences. So, yeah. So, uh, there was an incident that happened, and I was like, I can't keep protecting this place. I'm going to talk about it. All my experiences, the good, the bad, the ugly, on the podcast. And then I got an email and a letter in the mail oh boy. addressed to not only me, but to Trevor and David as well. <laughs> a cease and desist threatening to sue the entire podcast as an entity. Wow. So if um, one particular location, place, business is is mentioned. mentioned. Well, so. I heard that location is a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not from us. <laughs> yeah. You didn't hear from either of us. So. No en- no endorsement here. No, because obviously I said I I don't know. <laughs> I, I haven't listened to this podcast, but I heard they's a bunch of bitches. Yeah. <laughs> from what I'm hearing right now. <laughs> Zach doesn't fuck with email, and he'll be living in New Zealand next week. So, yeah. if you want to send a cease and desist to him, yeah, have fun with that post. My email is Zachary McIntosh. <laughs> I'm not going to say the rest because, <laughs> because send it someone, to someone else is going to. I'm going right. to get some random at spam Yahoo, mail at AOL at email <laughs> at fuck around and find out fuck around and find out dot net <laughs> dot org dot, dot org. That's all I was going to say. Uh, other than the fact that you're just in New Zealand, you're working there. What kind of things are you looking forward to over, for the next year? Hopefully figuring something out with my life. <laughs> that would be kind of nice. Buddy, we're all... Uh, I mean, I don't. neither of us have left Iowa in like decades, and uh, we're, we're still trying to figure it out. So but, uh, I, don't think that, I don't think traveling has much to do with that. I mean, so. I... I've left it in a few days. De- not this decade, but shut the sometimes. fuck up, Heather. She loves to brag about that. She's I don't like, like oh, to brag oh, about it. I went to Italy. I went to London, and I'm like, <laughs> I went to Vancouver, BC. So <laughs> I don't like to brag about it. I went it. to Lake. I miss once. it so much. That's what. I, that's what it is. It's that longing, like I want to keep traveling, that wanderlust, if you will. Yeah, I mean, but gosh darn it, I Us still having a family. I still want to move back to Washington. You're going to Chicago next week. Shut the fuck up. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna I've be been sick. there like four times We're before. We're stuck here doing jack shit. <laughs> if you want to listen, if if we want to move Chicago, not Chicago. If we, I don't want to move to Chicago. If we want to move to Washington at some point in our life, we can totally look into that. That's you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. It's on record. Yep. It's official. We talked to you. Uh, we asked this question. I think this will probably be one of the last questions that we ask. See if anything's changed. Um, we asked you like where you anywhere that you you've been uh, where you would settle, settle down. Yeah, here we are again. <laughs> <laughs> well, sounds uh, like it might be close to here if that I, happens. I don't know. It could be here. It could be New Zealand. It could be Alaska. Because I, you know, I made. I, uh, uh, yeah, I had some things happen up there too. So I got. Uh, to meet in some town folk, which was really nice. Uh, all the townspeople, like not all of them, even though there's only like 850, so yeah. <laughs> not very many of them. But I got to meet in some like local people of Skagway, and they were really, really awesome. It was like I made like a nice, good friend group up there. Mm-hmm. That it's like, well, well, this sucks. Now I got another friend group to say goodbye to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so like up at Skagway seemed pretty cool. I don't know if I could make that a forever place, but maybe like hanging around up there for yeah. a little while. That or Haynes, like especially hands i love the area love 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 it so maybe that you know i it'd be hard pressed for me to ever stay here if i don't have her yeah you know because like it just seems silly to you know all of my good friends and people i consider family are here but like 
it, that would just be a really big missing piece to like keep me wrapped here, you know? So sure. I think without her, I don't think I could ever stay here, but you know, who knows, you know, maybe like I figure that out or maybe like, maybe I just bring someone back here or something. Yeah. Who knows, you know? And then, and then there's a, a whole new world in New Zealand for me to experience. So like, you know, if, especially if I stay there a full year or anything, like maybe you come back to the morning, you fall in love with the podcaster. <laughs> hey, I see you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, yeah, I really just don't know, but you know, those three places are looking good right now, for I sure. guess. <laughs> for sure. Um, so I know there's only four posts in six months, but if people do want to follow your travels, um, again, just reiterate what's the what's the best place to, yeah, to follow in- you? Instagram for sure. Zach and his pack. Zach with an H. Uh, so where I post my things, where I do my stuff. So I post I post stories more than I post posts. So like yeah, <laughs> keeping up with the stories are definitely the way to go. So yeah, that's 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 me. That's I. That's where I am <laughs> like, awesome. on the interwebs. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have you back on. Yeah, it's cool to be back, man. And then, Still yeah. one of my favorite guests. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs>